the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bob France Authority, good morning to you. Thank you so very much for joining us on AM 1420. The answer is we get started at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Thursday, the 10th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord, 2019. Coming up on the program today, we are going to examine in depth what happened yesterday and what is to come today as the shutdown rolls on and workers are now facing, federal workers, that is, are now facing the first missed paychecks of this shutdown situation. Yesterday, the President of the United States sat down with some of the leadership uh, of the Democrats, including Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, trying to find a compromise way forward. The President, of course, has already compromised, taking the $25 billion border security wall package and knocking it down to $5.7 billion. That's a compromise. The Democrats will offer zero. That is not a compromise. By any measure whatsoever, that indicates that this is indeed a Democrat shutdown. And when the president tried to get Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to see reason in that, to get willingness from them to budge, to at least discuss the prospect of actual compromise, she flat said no. He said bye-bye and left the room. Now the president is going to keep on walking from the Oval Office to the tarmac, and he's going to head to the southern border. And it is absolutely necessary for the president to report from the front lines. Take all of the partisanship out of the beltway and toss it. Take all of the Republican talking points and toss them. Take all of the Democrat obstructive points and toss them. Let's go down to the front lines and talk to border personnel. Let's talk to Border Patrol. Let's talk to the people impacted by illegal immigration every single day. President Trump has described a humanitarian crisis here in the Rio Grande Valley and insists a steel border wall is necessary to curb illegal border crossings that he says brings drugs, crime, and heartbreak. We need a barrier to stop the human traffickers and the drug trade. During his visit today, the president is expected to meet with Border Patrol agents, local officials, and visit the Rio Grande, the river dividing Texas and Mexico. He's also hinted in recent weeks about the possibility of declaring a national emergency to jumpstart wall construction without congressional approval. He, by the way, is not the only one declaring it to be a border emergency. He is not the only one to declare this a border crisis. To listen to the left, however, you would think that President Trump is manufacturing this crisis. As a matter of fact, they have said so on every single liberal cable and network news outlet. And they have done so about, on average, once an hour. That this is a, literally 24-7, that this is a manufactured crisis that Trump uh, is has invented at the border. It's not really a crisis at all. 
It is a manufactured crisis that Trump is using, inventing, creating, manufacturing in order to keep his campaign promise to help himself in 2020. That's what the left wants you to believe, that there is no crisis at the border. Let's ask someone else if there's a crisis at the border. According to BuzzFeed, former President Barack Obama has weighed in on the ongoing U.S.-Mexico border crisis. In a Facebook post released Wednesday, Obama asked Americans to be empathetic to the undocumented border crossers, writing, If you've been fortunate enough to have been born in America, imagine for a moment if circumstance had placed you somewhere else. He then said, Are we a nation that accepts the cruelty of ripping children from their parents' arms? Or are we a nation that values families and works to keep them together? That's President Barack Obama acknowledging a border crisis. And by the way, it also happens to be the same President, Barack Obama, who implemented the policy of family separation uh, for which Donald Trump has been crucified in the press uh, throughout this situation. President Obama, let's ask another. President Obama's former Border Patrol chief says that, yes, this is absolutely a Border Patrol, or excuse me, a Border Crisis, and it's a crisis that has existed for a very long time. And that the left, in trying to, uh, in trying to score political points against the President of the United States, is denying the crisis's existence. Well, here is former Border Patrol Chief Mark Morgan. He was the Border Patrol Chief under uh, under uh, Barack Obama. He was replaced by the Trump administration, which means he has no loyalty whatsoever, right, to the President, President Trump. In fact, if anything, he might not be happy that he was replaced by President Trump, right? He was Barack Obama's Border Patrol Chief. And he notes that 127 agents have died in the line of duty trying to defend the nation's border. And he says that the Democrats are intentionally misinforming listeners, viewers, voters, American constituents when, he's, when they say that this is a manufactured border crisis. It is a manu- it is a, an actual, rather, uh, border crisis slash emergency here's mark morgan are saying that anybody that says that tucker is misinformed and they're misleading the american people so before i was even chief of the border patrol i served in the fbi for two decades one of my assignments is i led the el paso office from my office right on the border i could see juarez Every single day, Tucker, we worked with the DEA and all components of DHS, and we worked human trafficking cases, we worked drug cases, and we worked and gang cases, all impacting the southern border. And then as chief, every single day, Tucker, I was briefed every single day about the men and women who are risking their lives every day, and they're apprehending murderers, rapists, pedophiles, other violent offenders, and gang members. That's not manufactured. That is real, and that's a fact, and it's still happening today. That, again, is not a Republican. It is not a MAGA hat wearer. It is not a Trump administration official. He's not even President Trump's Border Patrol chief. In fact, he's not even in Trump's Border Patrol infantry, if you will. He was Barack Obama's Border Patrol chief. 
Did you hear his words on Tucker Carlson? Did you hear him declare all of the danger that the Border Patrol agents are in down there because they don't have the protection of a border wall? Did you hear him declare how incredibly difficult it is for them already to have to apprehend all of the human traffickers, drug runners, gang, uh, uh, gang members, rapists, and so on and so forth? This is not a Trump loyalist. This is Barack Obama's Border Patrol chief, and here is my challenge to Chuck Schumer, who went on TV again and declared that President Trump is manufacturing this Border Patrol crisis. It doesn't exist. He's doing it uh, out of a temper tantrum because he can't have his way. That's what uh, Schumer continues to say. And as an aside here, it just continues to drive me bananas that it's Chuck Schumer representing the Democrats that is accusing anyone of actually throwing a temper tantrum. There is no Republican group of members of Congress who sat outside uh, or did a sit-in in the United States Senate chamber, uh, sitting there stomping their feet and singing their songs and, and, and screaming their screams about, about Donald Trump and his policies. Temper tantrums are... Democrat tools. They use them on a fairly regular basis to try to advance their agenda to show the American people how outraged they are. They throw temper tantrums on the regular. But I don't want to go too far off of the track here. My challenge to Chuck Schumer, who continues to go before the cameras and tell the American people that there is no border crisis, that there is no border emergency, that this is Trump manufactured. Look Mark Morgan directly in the eyes, Chuck Schumer, and call him a liar. I dare you. I challenge you. Walk into a room. Look former Border Patrol chief under Barack Obama, Mark Morgan, in the eyes and tell him he's lying about everything he saw while he was the, uh, the, uh, the chief of the Border Patrol under Obama, and as he pointed out, for 20 years in the FBI, stationed in El Paso, where he saw all of the things he just described. Tell him that it's a manufactured crisis being made up by Donald Trump. I dare you, Chuck Schumer. You see, this is why I was frustrated with the president's performance on Tuesday night. What Mark Morgan just said, the president needed to say. What Chuck Schumer has said, the president needed to repeat. Expose him for the hypocrite that he is. Expose them for the liars and thieves that they are. Expose them for the hypocrites that they are. Tell the world what they have said time and time and time again. And then ask the world, what changed? Mr. President, ask the world to ask Chuck Schumer, what changed? What's different? Because you used to believe this. One of the most effective things we do on the border is turn people back. You don't catch them after they cross the border. They get up to the border and we find them and say, go home. Fewer illegal immigrants, higher GDP, more jobs, reduced deficit. 
Who could oppose that? I don't know, Chuck. Who could possibly oppose that? Maybe, I don't know, you? Because Donald Trump is in office. You liked these ideas. In previous administrations, you hate them now that Donald Trump is in office. What changed, Chuck Schumer? We know that keeping our borders safe from dangerous gang members, drug dealers, and human traffickers is critical. We let cross the border the millions who take jobs away from American workers. I want to make it extremely clear that first and foremost, we are committed to ending the waves of illegal immigration that we've seen in the last 30 years. Can you say that again, please? I didn't quite catch that message. We are committed to ending the waves of illegal immigration that we've seen in the last 30 years. You're committed to that, are you? Really? Then give the president his money to build the border barrier. We are committed to ending the waves of illegal immigration that we've seen in the last 30 years. Crossing the border without permission from the government is a crime. Wait, I missed that again. Could you could you repeat that? Crossing the border without permission from the government is a crime. But you and your acolytes on the left now refuse to acknowledge same. You declared that these people are just undocumented immigrants looking for a better life. No human being is illegal. We can't call them illegal. Crossing the border without permission from the government is a crime. And by definition, a crime is something that is um, illegal. When we, when we catch someone crossing the border, prosecute them and deport them, we are solving the crime and punishing the criminal. One of the most effective things we do... <laughs> Wait, what? When we, when we catch someone crossing the border, prosecute them and deport them, we are solving the crime and punishing the criminal. What a great idea. Then why are you opposed to that today, Chuck Schumer? Our border will be secured as a result of this bill. We appropriate six point. Billion, and it's suddenly a non-starter. Now, for days now, days and weeks... I have heard senators who would oppose any immigration bill saying that our bill does not secure the border. As if these $6.5 billion do not count. <laughs> what about the... You know, I could sit here and listen all day long to these Chuck Schumer cuts over the course of the last few years arguing on behalf of uh, uh, complete and comprehensive immigration reform in order to achieve amnesty for the uh, 11 to 20 million illegal immigrants that are already in this country. He argues again and again, if you let us do that, if you let us legalize and give amnesty to those who have already broken U.S. law, then we will be committed to stopping future immigration by providing strong border security. Just listening to him again and again and again. I mean, it's almost nauseating, but in a way, it's just it's very gratifying. Because all we have to do is let the American people know who's really responsible for this shutdown. Let the American people really understand the hypocrisy of the left. They know we need border security. That includes a border wall because it's the most effective. They know it, but they refuse to let it happen because of politics. Just listen to their own words. Illegal immigration is wrong. 
and a primary goal of comprehensive immigration reform must be to dramatically curtail future illegal immigration. Where is that guy today? Operational control of our borders through significant additional increases in infrastructure, technology, and border personnel must be achieved within a year of enactment. Where is this guy today? A biometric-based employer verification system. Oh my goodness, he's arguing on behalf of E-Verify. With tough enforcement and auditing is necessary to significantly diminish the job magnet that attracts illegal aliens to the United States and to provide certainty and simplicity for employers. You know, if you were to With close your eyes and just kind of focus for a minute, you can almost picture Donald Trump's face as you hear these uh, these words, because everything that Donald Trump says in 2018, Chuck Schumer has been saying since at least 2006. We must encourage the world's best and brightest individuals to come to the United States and create the new technologies and businesses that will employ countless American workers. Sounds like he's arguing on behalf of merit-based immigration. Where else have you heard that? Illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Until the American people are convinced that we will stop future flows of illegal immigration, we will make no progress on dealing with the millions of illegal immigrants who are here now and on rationalizing our system of legal immigration. It's plain and simple and unavoidable. He's right. It is. You better convince the American people we're going to stop legal or illegal immigration by building us our wall before we can talk about anything else. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, we convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration. What should we call them instead, Chuck? Which the American people overwhelmingly oppose. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong, and we have to change it. What, what should we call them if we're not going to call them uh, undocumented immigrants? Sir? Above all else, the American people want their government to be serious about protecting the public enforcing the rule of law, and creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. I agree with that, but stop avoiding my question. What should we call them? People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. That's what I was looking for. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that clarification, and I completely concur. They are illegal aliens, and to describe them in any other way is to essentially uh, normalize illegal immigration in this country. Chuck Schumer said all of those things over the course of the last several years in numerous floor speeches uh, in the United States Senate, and today he says there's no crisis. It's manufactured by Donald Trump. Your reactions after the news on AM 1420 These. Nine thirty-five. Now the Bob France Authority continues on AM 1420, The Answer. Coming up in about a half an hour, really, really looking forward to a conversation with the president of the Federation for American Immigration Reform, Dan Stein, is going to be joining us. I'm looking forward to that. I often speak with David Ray and other members of FAIR. Uh, it's a rarity to get the president of the organization on who's really going to kind of lay all of this out. And, you know, what we're laying out and what we continue to do uh, as we uh, discuss the... 
state of the shutdown and the reasons for its uh, for uh, for it continuing. We need to point out what the true goal here of both sides is, and or at least we lead, we need to examine it. We need to discuss it. It seems fairly clear to even I would have to say a moderate observer, a nonpartisan, a non uh, red hat wearer. And I use that term, by the way. I, I hope no one takes that derogatory in a derogatory manner. I, I'm simply saying, when I say red hat wearers, I'm talking about the ones who wear that Trump manga hat, uh, no matter where they go, and nobody's going to dare uh, look down at me for this. And I'm proud of my president. And you can be all of those things. I have absolutely zero problem with any of it. I'm just kind of trying to use that term to describe the president's hardcore base. As opposed to some who just are okay with the president, I like some of this, I don't like some of that, and then, of course, the opponents. So um, we talk about uh, uh, the red hat wearers, meaning the, the president's true supporters, how they view this uh, compared to how the moderates view this. I, 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 I have to point out that what the Democrats are doing and what they have done is essentially try to criminalize Trump support trying to criminalize um, being a red hat wearer, being somebody who supports this president by applying all of the stigmas that one can apply to the opposition here, calling him a racist, calling him a child who's throwing a temper tantrum, calling him a bigot, uh, making statements like uh, make America white again, and all of these different things. These people who continue to try to um, embarrass and try to erode presidential support over this border wall voted for a border wall. Democrats, as recently as 13 years ago, and that might sound like a long time to you, but it's not really. In 2006, the Border Fence Act, the Border Security Act of 2006, was supported by Democrats, all of the Democrats who continue to decry the building of a border fence now. And the difference is, of course, Donald Trump, his existence is grotesque to them, to borrow a phrase from a few good men, his existence is grotesque to them. That's part of the change in, in uh, conversation, if not in actual mindset. But also the just the, the phrasing. The, it's hard to believe, right, that, that the, the vocabulary choice here makes such a difference, but it does. Because the president came in in 2015 announcing his candidacy and then winning the election based on building a wall. <laughs> That's just unacceptable. Fence, okay. We supported a fence, but not a wall. Oh, my, what does this guy think he is? Of course, the difference is that a fence, a regular fence, is a lot easier to breach than a wall. What are you trying to say? We should build something that is easy to breach? Something that can indeed be circumvented? Is that the best expenditure of our money? Look, you believed in a border barrier, whatever vocabulary word you want to use for it. Pick your noun. You believed in a border barrier as recently in 2006. You authorized the spending of tens of billions of dollars to do it. And now that the president wants to actually finish it and perhaps improve upon it, oh, that's a non-starter. That's immoral. How dare you want to build a border barrier? That's immorality, Pelosi says. Well, if it's so doggone immoral, Nancy, to build a border barrier, then why aren't you advocating for the removal of the existing border barriers that your party helped pass in 2006? This bill will do us good, said Senator Barack Obama in 2006 on the floor of the Senate. 
saying that it would provide better fences and better security along our borders and stem the tide of illegal immigration in this country. He was talking about the Secure Fence Act of 2006. You know who else talked about the Secure Fence Act of 2006? Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, and Hillary Clinton. They all supported building this border barrier. They argued on behalf of its effectiveness. Thirteen years later, there's no crisis. That's manufactured. That's a Trump temper tantrum. There's no crisis at the border, and walls don't work anyway. Border barriers. No, we just need more patrols. We need more agents. We need drones. That's what we need, drones, drones, drones. We don't need a wall. That's ugly. That makes us look bad. That's immoral. Thirteen years ago, they all voted to build it. How can Americans possibly take them seriously now? How can Americans looking for a place to point the finger of blame point it anywhere other than squarely at the Democrat Party? The one thing you can say about the Republican side of this is they have been consistent. They wanted a border fence then. They want a border fence, wall, barrier, pick your synonym here. Now, they believed it would uh, strongly curtail illegal immigration then. They believe it will strongly curtail illegal immigration and the flow of drugs and rapists and gang members and so on and so forth across the border. Now, the Republicans have been the consistent ones. And, by way of the Democrats' own mouths, the correct ones. Because the Democrats in 06 agreed with all of this. It's only in changing their mind now to spite Trump that we are at this impasse. This is not a Trump shutdown in any way, shape, or form. The president needs to go down and under, or not under, but in front of cameras, I was going to say under the eyes of the press, I want as many cameras as possible on him as he talks to border security personnel, talk to border patrol leaders, talk to rank-and-file border patrol agents about their experiences and about how dangerous it is about the apprehensions that they make, about the number of kidnappers, drug runners, gang members, human traffickers that they stop at the border, the attacks and the assaults that they face in doing so, and ask them all whether or not a border barrier would be more effective to help them. I want that to be on every TV. 216-901-0945, We cannot let this hypocrisy go unchallenged. We cannot let this hypocrisy stand. It needs to be exposed. It needs to see the light of day. It needs to be everywhere. I want the president, and this is why I was so frustrated on Tuesday night, because the president could say this to Fox and Friends if he wants, and it's only going to reach a Fox and Friends audience, which is red hat wearers. But on Tuesday night, he was on CNN. And he was on MSNBC, and he was on NBC, and ABC, and CBS, and PBS, and every single network there is. And that's when he could have played Chuck Schumer's words. That's when he could have exposed all of this hypocrisy. Rather than trying to do it piecemeal through tweets. That's what was frustrating to me on, on Tuesday. Missed opportunities. Jim is in West Park on AM 1420, The Answer. Hey, Jim, go ahead. Yeah, I just love your laugh. We don't get a chance to hear it very often. 
But if I was the Lone Ranger and I was holding four aces, and when Chucky and Nancy finally come to the table, I would say, I'm going to raise you $2 billion due to inflation. Now, would you please excuse me? I have to get back to work for the American people. I like it, Jim. I like it. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for the call. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I would play hardball at that table too, and I would raise, I would continue to raise, and I would go all in. I'm telling, you know, here's the one thing that we have to, you know, recognize: we're right, they're not, and they know it. Schumer himself said the American people overwhelmingly support increased border security and a decrease in illegal immigration. He's right. He knew it then. He knows it now. But he's going to continue to repeat the lie and say that uh, Americans do not believe in this border crisis, that it is a Trump-manufactured crisis in the hopes of scoring these political points during the shutdown. But, but we're right, and they know it. And the longer it takes for us to declare it as such and for the, the American press uh, to bring this out, so that we, as the people who are impacted by this, can bring pressure to bear upon those who are really, truly responsible for this shut, uh, this uh, government shutdown, this partial government shutdown, um, then it's going to drag on. The president goes to the border today, and I think there's some very important work that needs to be done there. He needs to talk to these uh, uh, Border Patrol uh, agents. Uh, he needs to talk to leadership down there. And again, I think it's really, really important to listen to people who are not necessarily serving while the president is president. What I mean by that is, as I said in the opening segment, Mark Morgan, who was Barack Obama's border chief, he was the president or the uh, border patrol chief when Barack Obama was president. He was replaced when Donald Trump took office. So despite that, what would one would perhaps imagine would be some animosity for the new boss in town who didn't keep you, who, who gave you your pink slip. Instead of being anim, uh, uh, having animus toward President Trump, Mark Morgan, Barack Obama's Border Patrol chief, says President Trump is right. Democrats are lying when they talk about what's really going on down there at the southern border. The DHS, and we work human trafficking cases, we work drug cases, and we work dr- and gang cases, all impacting the southern border. And then as chief, every single day, Tucker, I was briefed every single day about the men and women who are risking their lives every day, and they're apprehending murderers, rapists, pedophiles, other violent offenders, and gang members. That's not manufactured. Can we? uh, I just can't say this often enough. You have to share this, friends. You have to make this viral. If you have Facebook, post this. If you have Twitter, tweet this. If you have just friends in an email chain that you go back and forth on because you don't do the social media thing, then email this. I'll put it out there for all to see. This is just the interview last night that Mark Morgan, Obama administration, Border Patrol chief, a conversation you have with Tucker Carlson, affirming that everything Donald Trump is saying about the crisis at the border is true and it needs to be dealt with. It just compl- and he's again, I'm going to make it viral. I don't know if he's an actual registered Democrat, but I do know that he was employed by Barack Obama and fired by Donald Trump. And he says Donald Trump is right. That is real and that's a fact and it's still happening today. And I would also say one last point is 127 Border Patrol agents have died. They didn't die playing Monopoly. 
They died defending, being the front line defenders of our borders, trying to apprehend that 17,000 people, the bad people, the Secretary Nielsen mentioned. I wonder if you ask their families if this is a manufactured crisis. That is an absolutely extraordinarily profound statement by the former Border Patrol Chief Mark Morgan. Um, 17,000 criminal aliens apprehended at the border. Those are just the ones apprehended. Those are just the ones with criminal records that we caught. It does not touch upon the number that we didn't catch because we don't know. We don't know how many there are. That's kind of the point here. That's why we need more security at the border. We need to make sure they cannot cross undetected. We need to make sure anybody wanting to come in here is funneled to the door, meaning the ports of entry. And then we can do thorough vetting and background checking and make sure that illegal criminals, and not just illegal aliens who are criminal for that purpose, for that reason, that they don't get in. I saw this yesterday on social media, and I mentioned it to a guest yesterday. I'm failing to recall which one, and that's okay. But... Um, but it was a it was a message on I think it was on Facebook yesterday that, that described it this way: um, We don't have walls to keep people out. We have walls to direct people to where we are inviting them in. That's it. Oh, I was talking to Horowitz about that. Thank you, Samuel. But it's not about the the wall isn't about just keeping people out. It's directing them to an orderly place to come in which would be the door. Again, it's such a simple analogy. We don't have walls to necessarily keep everyone out, but there is a door in it, and you have to ask permission to come in to your home, to your property, to your cabin, to whatever you own. That's all. We have walls so that you can't just come in uninvited. We want you to funnel yourself to the front door. What would you rather do? Would you rather have people just jumping through your windows or demand that they come to your door and ask permission? That's all this is. All right, uh, so much more to do and so much more to listen to as well. Your phone calls, 216-901-0945. Don't forget, Dan Stein, the president of the Federation for American Immigration Reform, will join us at 10.08 right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Back after this. Nine fifty-five. Now the Bob France Authority on AM fourteen twenty. The answer between two thousand five and two thousand nine, a vast amount of progress has been made on our borders and ports of entry. The progress includes nine thousand new border patrol field aid, field agents in the last four years. Construction of a 630-mile border fence, or 630 miles of border fence. Wait, what? What, 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 wait, wait, what did you, what did you construct? Construction of a 630-mile border fence. Border fence, you say? 630 miles of border barrier, you say? And, and that's a good thing? Construction of a 630-mile border fence, or 630 miles of border fence, that create a significant barrier to illegal immigration on our southern land border. Wait a minute, wait, 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 I gotta hear that again, Chuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that that big, long border barrier actually helps stop illegal immigration? That create a significant barrier to illegal immigration on our southern land border. A significant barrier to illegal immigration on our southern land border. Wow, Chuck, that is eye-opening. 
then why have you, for the last several months, and in particular in the last two weeks or three weeks of this federal shutdown, continued to say walls don't work? Why are you saying that walls are ineffective when you declared that create a significant barrier to illegal immigration on our southern land border? Wow. Simply mesmerizing. That's why I wanted the president to do this on Tuesday night. That's what I wanted to hear the president play. Marie is a first-time caller from Aurora on uh, AM 1420, The Answer. Marie, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Go right ahead. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, I had a couple of ideas. I know there are a lot of people out there looking for things to do to support the president in this. Mm -hmm. And um, give me a second to walk through this. Okay. If you're a tenant in a building and your landlord is not making the proper repairs and providing for your safety and security, you can put your tenant rent money into a special account and not pay it to the landlord but have it held in escrow. Mm Mm-hmm until those repairs are made. Okay, I'm with you. Okay. My logic is the United States Congress has not done their job in providing the security that we need. Taxes are coming due. What if everybody who owes taxes to the government files them, but instead of paying their tax bill, sets up a special escrow account and puts it in there until that Order is secured. Tell you what, Marie, um, I love fresh thinking and outside-the-box ideas, and that is one. I really, really do. So let me commend you on that first. But let me also say, who's going to be the guinea pig? Who wants to, because I'm not a tax attorney, so I don't know what the IRS would do in a case like that. Uh, I would imagine it's going to take extraordinary legal resources to... Uh, to find out, because <laughs> you're going to have to challenge whatever they're trying to do to you in terms of penalties or imprisonment or fines or whatever. They're going to they're going to come after you in court for those things, and it's going to be an extraordinary expense, I would imagine, to defend yourself in such a way, even if you're right. And I like your thinking because it's a neat analogy with the rent and, uh, and landlords with deplorable conditions. I do like it, but it's going to take a guinea pig, somebody to test that out, and I don't know who's going to have the guts to do that. I know certainly I don't have it because I don't have the resources to pay for the legal fight that would follow. Oh, I understand that. I don't either. Uh, but I <laughs> Most of us don't. Got a, you've got connections with people like Kersenow uh, and Nicolo mm-hmm. and people like that that do have the resources and the legal knowledge to understand how this could possibly work. You know, Jay Sekulow, that's a great one right there. That's a great uh, idea. He might be the first person that I would put something like this past. Uh, I would ask Peter. It's in a little bit of a different part of Peter's legal wheelhouse. But I think Sekulow is a really good idea. Um, Marie, I'll tell you what. You you keep listening as these days uh, go by and, and check back in with me and, and, and see if we can make any headway. Like I said, I, I don't know what it would take. Uh, and I would certainly like to pick the brain of somebody who does. I'll see if we can make contact with Jay Sekulow and see if something like that would be doable. It would have to be done on a massive scale, of course, to have the impact that we wanted it to as well. Um, Look what yeah. happened with the guy on Facebook who set what, what, up that account, and he's got 20 million donors already. Yeah, he does. You know? uh, but, the, but the definition of the word massive, Marie, is, is relative, um, and right. $20 million sounds enormous to the regular schmo like me. 
But it, when it's compared to what it takes to build the border wall, which is $5 billion, it is a teeny tiny drop in a very, very large bucket. It's massive to us. It's not massive to the cause. We would, we would have to put, we would have to put billions of dollars in taxes being withheld in play for before, and I think it would get the federal government's intention, attention the way that we would like it to. Uh, so, Marie, thanks so much for the call. Really like the thinking. And uh, Samuel, remind me to see if we can reach out to Seculo and see if we can get an answer on something like that. I think he'd be the perfect person to talk to. 10 o'clock now, news time. Uh, Dan Stein, the president of FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform, will join us next right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.